This is the big bleeper from Down Under. Keeping it real. Who have I got here? The little bleeper. Okay, that's good. Guys, this is my wife, little bleeper. Uh, we call her that because uh, she's smaller than me and uh, doesn't swear quite as much. So, yeah. So, welcome. Um, right, well, today I want to talk about the attention economy, which is um, a theory of basically the new economy that we're in, that we're fighting out over attention now. And whoever can hold someone's attention the longest wins. And so it obviously started with radio and then went to TV. But the new social media platforms have obviously devastated TV and um, have now brought us to where um, the attention economy is actually worth winning. So whoever can produce content that holds attention is going to win. So the reason I'm talking to the little bleeper is because she actually, when we were studying this stuff, um, this was one of her favourite topics. So do you want to just run us through um, who you learned this stuff off and and why you think it's important? Um, Yes. I'm fascinated by this subject because someone who's been involved in small business for 30 years, everything you do in that arena is based around getting someone's attention but so they spend the most money so whether it be you know how it looks or how it functions it's all about how much money Um, the attention economy is about how much time so it's a much more level playing field and it's a much um harder so what do you mean by that? What do you mean it's about time? Well, it's about time. So we've all, all of us, no matter how much money we have, um, it is almost irrelevant in this, in this arena. It's about time. We've all got 24 hours in the day and that can't be changed. So, right. um, so the attention economy is, is the business model that is designed, like all the design, all the visual, it, all the user experience is all designed to keep it, either keep you on a platform for as long as possible or returning as regularly as possible or both. Right. So who's, so, the, who's the guy? Who's the main guy? Um, so Tristan Harris is, was one of the, one of the, sort of the big boy, he was with the big boys at Google and um, and he was part of the problem, obviously working for them. How do we get to, you know, how do we get our, how do we get humans on the on this as much as possible and have them stay? Yeah. And in the process of him working there, it inspired him to leave and become part of the solution and start an organisation called Time Well Spent. And, um, and he's saying is basically saying that that there's no ethics and around this economy is that we've got to and that has to start to occur where where's the line that you draw that says this is going too far so yeah well, um, as parents of kids we obviously have first-hand experience of the ongoing battle mm to actually drag our kids away from devices with yeah, being... and where and we don't want to get rid of the devices but we want to um using your line keeping it real about where's the line about 
you on it too much or too little or um you know how how do we help them navigate um you know you can't you, you, you don't get a second chance with this sort of stuff so if you you know if you muck it up in 5 years time we've let our kids be on their gadgets as much as they want oh that was wrong um yeah. you know we don't want to we don't want to be there like um, telling millennials they're special all the time like Simon yeah. saying yeah. well you know hearing hearing lately that um the prep that students like children going into prep have to be weaned off an iPad before they mm. can start school and is, play with um, friends is a yeah. is a brand new problem because you know <laughs> we, we our problem we've got teenagers three teenagers but our problem was we had to stop them having an afternoon sleep to start school you know that's a lot different to trying to wean them off a gadget and a screen um, without tantruming so they can be at school for five hours like I. I I can't even imagine what that must be like as a parent. What that must be like as a parent. So, yeah. um, we're heading into a into a whole new world that um that is both exciting and scary. So, yeah. So tell me what Netflix did because that was one of the really big wins lately, wasn't it? Yeah. Well, we've all heard about you know with um as the the economy of money where you know, someone like Coca-Cola will spend millions on advertising um, to get people's attention, therefore their money. Um, but with the attention economy, it's not just about throwing money at something. And then when they are throwing money at something, they're throwing money at, at the user experience. So what are the things that you can do to help someone stay on longer? And, and Netflix is one of their big wins in their user experience was counting down the 10 seconds to the next episode when one episode finished. Yeah, so you've just said to yourself, okay, at the end of this episode, I'm getting off. Yeah. I'm not going to watch the next episode. I have to go and write that report. Yeah. And then it goes, next episode, six seconds, five seconds, four seconds, and your brain goes, you know what? I've probably got time for one more episode. Yeah, and all the time that's been spent on Netflix before that adjustment, to the, like was I can't remember the exact um, percentage, but it, that was one of their major major things. And then Stan obviously picked that up and thought, "Oh, could I do that yeah. too?" So um, yeah, it's um, I'm a bit I'm a bit speechless You're because frazzled. it is it's such a big and why why I've um, spent so much time on it is because it's um it's so uh, it's really it's important and it's huge. And, um, and I think as, as you know, someone who's almost middle-aged, you and I are middle-aged as parents of teenagers, as grandparents to young children, this is a really big, um, area to get hold of. Yes. And, and the better we can understand it and the more we realize it's happening. So, so basically what we've got, we've basically got, an economy now that we're in the old days, advertising was won by dollars. Yeah. But now we've got a 24-hour clock that we're really competing to capture someone's attention for a portion of that. Yeah. And so Anchor's actually a really good example of this because... Take two. So, yeah, I think, I think with Anchor that's a really good example of um, what we're trying to do too because I feel that my biggest problem at the moment with Anchor is trying to determine just how much time I make my episodes 
and how much, like, do I make an hour worth of content a day or do I make 10 minutes or five minutes worth of content a day? How much content can I produce that people will actually consume? And that's, that's obviously interesting to me because I, I don't want to get caught making too much and I don't want to get caught making too little. Excuse me. So, <laughs> are you sneezing? I did. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, so what can people do? So how do we as small operators compete with the big boys? Um, it's a very good question. But the attention economy for me is... is um, it's probably you can. It's also known as the giving economy because you you are giving. Um, you know, there's money. There's ways to monetize all 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 these platforms, and obviously that's you know that's a that's a big thing as well. But the for, you know, for the most part, we're giving to people. We're giving them something, you know, presumably that they don't have or. Um, that's an, so like, what do you mean? We're sending them a chicken in the mail. <laughs> no. <laughs> what, do you um, them? what do you mean we're giving them something? Well, we we're basically we're giving them we're giving them content. So, um, and how long they stay would like would would be related to the content. So, um, I, I would say for a platform like Anchor, your moving towards getting someone on more regularly for less amount of time rather than try and sort of aim for getting someone on for five hours in one day, one day a week, you're making smaller episodes. This app allows you to make smaller snippets and, and put them up um, more regularly. So I, I would say that's what, what this platform's good for. And then depending on what platform you're on, it, that changes. So whether you're on Twitter and having conversations with people, whether you're on Facebook, whether you're on Instagram and sharing photos, um, the, the platform and who you, who's follows you and who you're trying to follow will determine what you produce. Um, but essentially we're all giving to each other. Okay. So you've got to produce content that's consumable and that people find to have value. Yeah, uh, yeah. Well, I mean, that's what I look for. So, okay, well, I think, well, I think Red Bull is the, is the master of that, isn't it? They actually create content that is just so easily consumed. Yes, yes. There's a few. They, they, were, they were the master class of content creation before there was content creation. They, yeah. Yeah, yeah well, they actually produce, like, you know, I, I love that um, – that tinny race in uh, South Australia through the, like it's through the, the, the Murray River and it's racing tinnies with great big outboards on the back of them. Yeah. They're scooting between trees and then suddenly there's a Red Bull sign there. Red Bull sponsored this Australian tinny race because it's, it, when filmed correctly, it's actually very entertaining to watch. It's these two idiots doing over 100 kilometres an hour down yeah. this little tiny, twisty, twisty, windy part of the motor. Yeah. Well, it's exciting to watch. It's not long. It's extremely shareable. You know, yeah. it, it ticks all the boxes. So what's, what's the worst thing that someone can do when it comes to the attention economy? 
is producing boring, mundane stuff that people just aren't interested in. So like feeding, I'm feeding my cat now, that sort of stuff. Yeah, and then continually doing that. Yeah. Yeah, well, you see Facebook sometimes, don't you? Like, here's, here's my cat sitting on a chair arm and here's my cat at the front door and here's my cat lying in the sun and here's my cat. And after, what, three days? Does it even take three days before you never want to see that cat again? Yeah, pretty much. And so, and so on that subject, also producing. So if it's only about the cat and nothing else, then that's bad. Yeah. You know, when you're talking about sharing things with people, we're not, you know, we're much more multifaceted than just one thing. So um, if you want to get people's attention and you want them to follow you, then it's you showing them all different sides to you. Not just one thing. Oh well, that's. That, I mean, that's the name of the game with social media. I mean, you've got to. You've got to. Since we're giving all the time, and obviously we're not giving them things per se, we're giving them content. Um, like you know, Gary Vanderchuk the other day on one of his things when he was talking to a real estate agent, the real estate agent said to him, "Oh, Gary, what what do I do? Like, do I just put up all my listings?" And Gary Vanderchuk goes. No. Hey, up all your listings. That's the no. only thing you do. You're going to bore people doing that. You've yeah. got to find things about your community that are interesting. All right. And he said, go and interview the principal of the local school. Go and interview the baker. Go and interview the car the car mechanic. Well, yeah. he, he he's just he's just describing the the 101 of content creation. Yeah. Part of the part of the problem is. All, everyone's producing content, but they're not finding out what content actually is and how you deliver it. So yeah. my, my number one piece of advice would be if you are creating content, whether it be to listen to or to look at or to have conversations with, find out what content creation is, Google it and read as much about it as you can. In pretty much a couple of days, you'll become an expert. Yeah. So yeah, you'll, no longer, you'll no longer be posting meals of the cat um, six times a day and boring everyone to tears. So find out what it is that you're doing, read about it, learn about it, and then do it and start doing it. Yeah, well, I agree. Well, little bleeper, it has been fun talking from our bedroom to our lounge room on the phone. (laughs) Maybe I'll I'll run into you in the hallway sometime soon. Woo! (laughs) Could be a collision in the hallway. Call the ambulance. Um, well, I'm going to say thank you, and I'm going to sign off. So to um, all the people out there that are listening in, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Um, it's been fun talking to my wife on the phone. Thank you for having me. My pleasure. It's been fun. We might do it again. Okay. We'll, we'll see what people think. Okay. <laughs> right. Okay. Cheers, everyone. Have a great day. Bye. Bye.